everybody welcome back to wicked good sports and welcome back to the villa the villa villa where we cover aston villa i'm joined as always by the biggest villa fan in the states aaron slater aaron how you doing i'm doing pretty good brian uh i i got everything i could ask for from all these matches that well i we're gonna catch up on <laughs> yeah we got a double dose here for you today because we were off last week so we will be talking about the two to one victory over Tottenham Hotspurs, what'd you see out there? Um, I saw a team that was very much together in this match. Uh, they were pretty cohesive. Um, they played about as good as they did, uh, maybe a little bit less because it was such a good match. Uh, to compared to the Newcastle match where we obliterated them, uh, it was our first double over the Spurs since the 95-96 season. So that's pretty impressive for us to finally knock that monkey off our monkey off our back. Uh, it was also our sixth home win in a row for the first time since 1993. So we've been really chalking up some wins at home. Yeah, it's been a it's been a really good second half i feel like we say this every episode or i specifically say this every episode but it's been a really good second half for villa here and i know Rhett, uh wherever he was watching this game was happy because uh, he's no fan of the spurs mm-hmm. uh, obviously but uh yeah what, what was the story here how were villa able to uh beat totten villa did a really good job from the the defensive backs to the midfield to the final third and we we took we took exactly everything that the spurs were willing to give us um it only took 10 less than 10 minutes to score a goal with you know a good transitional play that we had goalkeeper kicked it out from his his end of the field and we just happened to win the aerial threat and then knock it up to Louise who was able to find Watkins who was able to put out an amazing flick to Ramsey to then pass it up to Bailey and this is the thing I like about Ramsey is he doesn't give up on his passes he continues his run so Bailey runs to the byline and just tosses it into the middle uh, with a low square ball and was able to find that streaking Ramsey, and he was able to put it in the back of the net. And you could tell that meant it was such an emotional goal because of how critical everything has has been and how Unai has been able to get these guys focused on such uh, an obtainable goal that wasn't obtainable in the beginning of the season, and that's Europe. Uh, we were able to just – we were able to dominate this match, and it was fantastic to watch. Yeah, and um, how how like what was the key? What would you say is the one like biggest reason that the um, Villa was able to dominate this match? I think it was that high line again. Unai loves running that high line, and in this particular match, we were able to get nine offsides, which is a really high number. And every time that it was an offsides call, you could tell it was an offsides call because of how unified that defensive back was. They were just did an absolutely wonderful job of keeping their line and not and nobody fraying away or anything like that. Yeah, so 
that's obviously great. Love to see that. And, uh, you know, they didn't win this next game, but they kind of carried over that defensive styling into it for this 1-1 draw with Liverpool. Tell me about that. So we went to Anfield, and obviously everybody knows how difficult it is to win in Anfield. I mean, ask Man United. They just got they got slaughtered there. So we coming into this, if you had told me that Villa was going to get a point and draw 1-1, I would have taken it. I would have just, okay, we're good. Four points for two top teams, fantastic. I mean, we're also a top team too, so yeah. I mean, that's the way I got to look at it at this point. It's so weird to hear Villa's a top team, and it's it's very nice to hear that Villa's a top mm-hmm. team too. But, you know, we, we did what we could in, in this Liverpool match. Yeah, and like you said, take the point, you know, take it, run. Yeah. Just keep moving on. Ali, we could have – see, the thing is, is I was talking to Red about it because we were at the bar. Yep. If Ali hits that pen, which that he missed, does mm-hmm. Villa still play the same way they had did whether they scored the goal later or not? You know, like, mm-hmm. do they still shell up and, you know, refer refine the defense? Or do they go out and be more expressive? Do they get that second goal? We don't know. But I would like to think that the match probably still would have ended as a 1-1 draw. And we would have done the same exact thing because we don't have the quite the reinforcements yet to um, be able to really solidify or go out and get more goals. We just have enough to really, you know, sit back and absorb pressure because the defense has been so good. And that's mm-hmm. what we banked on. Yeah. So very, you know, good, good show there. Good. Good stuff from Villa. Um, What do we have to look forward to here? So we have to look forward to the final match day with Brighton. And this is going to be one of the most pivotal matches. I mean, every match is pivotal, especially since we're looking for Europe at this point. Mm -hmm. But because Brighton are just ahead of us, and I believe they're not that far ahead of us either. I, I don't think we can jump them because of goal differential mm-hmm. but we could if we beat them also so we wouldn't be able to jump them because of goal differential they have 20 goals so they're differentially only a four mm-hmm. but if we do win we can sit in seventh get that european conference league flip a middle finger to the spurs because they can't get us and they sit outside in eighth and get nothing <laughs> So that's what we'll be pulling for. Yes. I mean, we could, I mean, it's also possible that we, we do draw or lose. And I don't want this to happen because I want, Mm. like much of many of the other players said, we have put it in our hands. It's in our hands to obtain now at this point. And that's what you want as a player, obviously. Mm -hmm. If they were to lose or draw, there is still an opportunity because they Tottenham play uh, Leeds and mm. Leeds are in the bottom of the table and they're going to be really hard to play because they're going to want to stay up. Of course. So there's an opportunity for that to for Villa to stay in a European trophy chase, mm. but I would rather as much as like 
as much as like the players are want to leave it in the destiny of their own hands. Right. Yeah. It's always better to to not rely right. on other as you know, how we we're talking about this almost every week too. As a Dolphins fan, there's been a lot of times where I've been like, Well, if this team beats this team and then yeah. this happens, and you know what? It usually doesn't happen. And the wind blows properly, yeah, and the coin toss goes the right way. Yeah, and <laughs> it, 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 it usually all the things out. So you'd rather you'd much rather just win straight yes, up. Definitely. Let, let's let's go out and get that win. And I yeah. feel like I, I, well, I freaking hope everybody of Revilla fan would feel the same way. Yes. <laughs> so uh, I'm sure you're going to cover it more in depth on the next swing of shins, but we've been teasing it a little bit in the last like few weeks, uh, but we finally have some more concrete information. Do you mm-hmm. want the floor's yours? Tell All me right. about it. Um, so Rhett and myself, obviously we're swinging at shins. Uh, we are doing a live show at beer garden. We'll be there from nine ish to whenever we feel like leaving um so come and catch us there but there is also i shouldn't say but on top of that the liverpool thing base matt woods was able to put on a fundraiser for habitat for humanity in schenectady where 10 percent of all beverage proceeds are able to go to help them out um the time that would be is from 10 to 2 so come out have a few drinks donate to a good cause or drink to a good cause you know either or yeah we'll be there come say hi yeah so that's gonna be very fun and i mean come on drinking beer and helping people best of both worlds literally what more can you ask for (laughs) (laughs) yeah nothing (laughs) nothing so this is great Please uh, go support. Um, we have it on like social media right now. Like I said, uh, in the next episode of Swinging Shins, which is Thursday, right? That's coming yeah, out. Uh, I'm sure you guys will talk about it more and kind of yeah. go in depth. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited. This is, this is a very cool thing mm-hmm. to do. And uh, yeah, so please go check out all the social media and all of that. Yep. Uh, Aaron, anything else you want to plug? Uh, it is the Albany Beer Garden. I know there's a Schenectady Beer Garden, uh, so it's the Albany one we are doing that. I don't know if the Schenectady one is going to be doing the same fundraiser, but mm. for sure, Albany. Okay. So catch yes. it there. Yeah, either both beer gardens are great, I'm sure. But if yes, you want to, if you want to help the fundraiser, you got to go to Albany. Right. Right. Yep. So catch you guys there. I don't really have anything else other than the plug. Um, Come, just come check out how cool soccer is, guys. And the best day of all, the final match day. It's not really the best day because then we're missing out on soccer for a few months, but it is so much fun. <laughs> right. So that's going to be exciting. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the TheFakingMar. It's B-M-A-R-R. I don't tweet too much anymore. I mostly just retweet our sports stuff. But uh, other than that, we're huge sports on like every social media. Find us there and... Uh, Aaron, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Brian. We'll see you all in the next one.